Guess what Jody's doing today, Sam? Uh, grocery shopping? No, Facebook Live. Oh! <laughs> I'm referring Sam and Jody You can Facebook, grocery Facebook shop today Live. if you want. <laughs> hey, look, Sam loves grocery shopping. Mm. Right? It's, a, it's always an adventure. Yeah. So, but anyway, Jody, uh, if, if, if you are not already following our Facebook page, be sure to like it so you'll get notified when Jody goes Facebook Live. Girl tonight. time tonight. Important girl time tonight. Oh, is it actually. girl time? Yeah. This, that means I need to stay out of the room? No, you're welcome. You guys but are I girls. can come. You guys are my <laughs> girls. Anyway, um, I want to say this. If you have had enough of video meetings, Zoom, Teams, Skype, whatever it is that you do. If you've had enough of those, you've had two, three years of them. I mean, I hope you, I know it's probably part of our lives now. Yeah. We all still have to do it some. Um, I hope you give yourself a break from the fatigue of it. Or if you're not good at it or you have trouble concentrating, give yourself a break. Because guess what? They know now. Uh, it's proven. The human brain is not made for Zoom calls. When you're actually talking with someone face to face, our brain waves synchronize to each other. You sort of synchronize and you read more than just what they're saying. You read body language and yeah. warmth and things like that. You can read full body language as opposed to just what's on the screen. Right. Too. It's always so much. <clears throat> you 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 learn so more so much more from being in someone's presence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're doing so much of your meetings on a screen, it's just you naturally, your Zone brain out. naturally zones out. Yeah. Well, you know, there are going to be some cases, though, where, it, you know, coworkers are all across the country. So there's no other way other than, I know. you know, Zoom or Teams or whatever to do that. That to me, yeah. that's when you really need to work on your skills of getting started <laughs> and getting to the point. Like, because you're only going to have, if you're in a video call with somebody you and you, you're only going to have a certain percentage of their attention yeah. because of the screen. And uh, remembering to get up and walk around. Yeah. You know what? I haven't seen that guy that used to work in this building or has been working in this building. The walker usually walks. Oh I no, he's still there. Yeah, Is he good? Yes, I'm earlier this he's week. He's smart because you know it's like once an hour he gets up and he, <clears throat> he walks around the the office complex a couple of times. Mm-hmm. That's a great breakup also, I think, probably for your brain uh-huh. between Zoom meetings. He's also working, I think, while he's walking. Yeah. He's on the phone, on Bluetooth a lot, so I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, well, so much for the brain break. Maybe we should do that. Uh, see ya. I'll do it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. At 620, Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. On the way, I'm going to introduce you to uh, a man named Bruce, not Otto. <laughs> uh, you may not know Bruce, but you're going to be sad that he's gone. You know, on occasions, uh, on occasion, <laughs> I bring to you and introduce you to people who have passed away that you don't know their name, but when I explain them to you, you go, oh, oh. my God, really? They this were person important. brought this? Yeah. Something that they invented or wrote. Or, yeah, you know. but this guy named Bruce Gowers, he recently died at the age of 82. Means nothing to you, right? I guess. Well, hang on to your pants. He is Thank the you. one who came up with the Bohemian Rhapsody video for Queen. Which some folks have said is the first real video of all time, you know, not just a concert shot. Right. Something that was conceived and planned and blah, blah, blah. Is that true? I don't know. That's a big deal. Uh, It only took him three hours to shoot that. Right. Really? Of course, you know it. It's got all the weird, all that stuff in there. So that was like his first video he ever made. But he went on to do a bazillion other videos. He did Genesis. He did The Stones. He did this video for Prince. What? And you mean directed or? Directed the videos. Okay. He directed Bee Gees videos. He directed Journey videos. Mm, Sticks, Santana, Huey Lewis. He wow. did this for John Mellencamp. Little Diddy. 
about Jack and Diane. I can see that when he you say that. He did Michael Jackson videos. Really? But then he moved on. He's also directed award shows. He's done Emmys, SPs, VMAs, People's Choice. Yeah. Uh, he also directed uh, Eddie Murphy in Delirious. Ice cream. <laughs> no, there'd be one kid on the side, then get no ice cream, and kids don't care. They go, you don't have no ice cream. You didn't get none. You didn't get none. You didn't get And even with all of that stuff, yes. you're thinking, wow, that really, that's huge. But he directed 234 episodes, the first 10 seasons of American Idol. Oh, whoa. And I think he won Emmys for doing that, too. Sure. Wow, it's weird how that's just well, not a name I've heard before now. I have never well, heard the well, name well, before. Why would you, though? That makes complete sense. He is a behind-the-scenes person. Yeah. It takes a lot more people behind the scenes than it does in the spotlight. Yeah. He and was they obviously don't very, get the credit they need. He was obviously very well, well respected by his peers, though, if he did that much stuff. Mm-hmm. And kids, yeah. keep this in mind. When he started at the BBC, the first thing he did wasn't the Queen video. He was a cable puller mm-hmm. and a cameraman and a gopher. That's how you started. He started there, sometimes. and this is all the great stuff he did. Passed away at the age of 82. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Sam, what have you always said about remakes in Hollywood? I hate them. And what have I always said? Oh, calm down. Give them a chance. Yeah. Not anymore. Hey, look, some can take off, some some don't. Why? Which? Uh, Okay, so Channing Tatum Hmm. and his production company um, revealed recently in an interview that that he has the rights, his company, to ghost. What's the matter? Seems like uh, whenever anything good in my life happens i'm just afraid i'm gonna lose oh my god it. patrick swayze and demi moore yeah you cannot do that bet you can't you can't make that better you know i agree with you jody you're right they should be allowed to remake <laughs> that movie any movie can be remade you're right i never well, said any movie you know the thing is patrick swayze is a ghost now oh you know, i don't mean that to be in a so bad you mean way. he's gonna show up no, in this one don't, you know i mean I'm sorry, I'm so distracted by the ghost of Patrick Swayze at the sorry moment. Sorry about that. Um, um, you know, I, I mean, to me, so look, A Star is Born. It's been remade three times. That, the last good. of which was so great. killer. Mm-hmm. So what's to say that this couldn't be good? It could be good, but I don't... <laughs> you don't want to see anybody other than Patrick Swayze? because the story does hold up. The story is great. There's funny. There's, you know, thought-provoking, like, afterlife Whoopi content. Goldberg. There's also beautiful emotion. So sure, if they do it right... But, and Whoopi Goldberg won an Academy Award, remember, for she her work in, in Ghost. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, Channing Tatum owns the rights mm-hmm. to Ghost. Pottery scene. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. More of the coolest baby names for 2023 and why so many of them seem to come from pop culture. Social Media Connect. Love hearing from you on Facebook and Instagram. Um, this came in. On Facebook from Jolene, we were talking about <laughs> wait, wait wait we were talking about baby names yeah. and that thanks to Dolly Parton's current popularity that Jolene is one of the most popular baby girl names right now for twenty twenty two and twenty three. You know they call me Jolene at the nail salon. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah, she accidentally called me that once, and she and I was like, that's fine. And she goes, I'm going to call you Jolene from now on because you, hmm. well. You look like a Jolene. Jolene. (laughs) That's okay. It's it's a pretty name. Compliment. Uh, Jolene wrote into us. Okay, so obviously, obviously, this is my name. I only have met two other Jolenes in my life. We've all had reddish hair and are feisty, (laughs) strong, capable women. I don't know that we go looking for trouble, but always seem to end up in the middle of it. 
That's awesome. What I love a coincidence your name. that all redheads and then you've got the <laughs> nail salon calling you Jolene. Because she accidentally called me Jolene instead of Jody. Yeah, I understand at that. Yeah. She knows because she's looking at my account and my name is Jody. Yeah. Although Murphy, Sam, and Jolene has a cool ring to Man, it. Man, I should change it. Yeah. Every time I go Facebook Live, which I'm doing tonight again, by the way, um, there's a Jolene who jumps on. Yeah. I'm looking for her. And I'm looking for her. And when she's there, I'm like, ah, Jolene. So it's a new, it's a, it's it's an older name, and then now it's, it's new again. Circle, yeah. It's new again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Not cool. cool. Other uh, popular names in the boy category: Cosmo and Archie. Yeah, Archie being because of Prince Harry's yeah. son Archie. Um, but I've been wanting to tell. So thank you for the email, Jolene. I love hearing from you. Um, I wanted to tell you guys. I've, I'm been meaning to mention this that I was emailing with someone the other day, and her name was Presley. P-R-E-S-L-E-I-G-H, Presley. Oh, that's beautiful. And after our business was conducted, you know, this, that, and the other thing, I had to put, you know me, by the way, I love your name. Mm -hmm. And she wrote back that, of course, she was named after Elvis, her, you know, her family, her mom was a really really big fan. Yeah. So she carried the tradition of sort of naming her kids. She has a child named Jagger Mm. after Mick. And wait for my favorite... Jovi. <laughs> anyway, so those are some of the biggest popular names right now, and rightly so. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam has music news. Got the latest on Dolly's rock album and the who's who of legends that she keeps adding to it. Sam's music news. Brought to you by Primasec. All right, we know Dolly Parton's got the new album coming out called Rockstar. By the Dude, way, it's going to be wait. this fall. She says she hopes to have it out in time for Christmas for everybody. S- She's already said, I Paul McCartney's doing a song with her. Of course. Stevie Nicks, she said they just wrapped up their song together. Wow. And a lot of these she's doing are covers of their original songs. She okay. said there are going to be some new songs on the album, but and she's got Steven Tyler on the album. Wow. They've done a song. Wow. And Go Dolly. She said she has recorded Elton John's Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Don't let the sun and reached out to Elton like, hey, would you like to come join me on this? Whether he comes or not, she says she's already recorded right. it so he can do his parts and take out some of hers. And I wonder what. if he's thinking, man, I've done this already with George Michael. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Who turns uh, down Dolly Parton? <clears throat> Nobody. Nobody. And she recorded uh, with Pink and Brandy Carlisle, Satisfaction. And she's reached out to Mick to say, hey, would you like to come and, you know. This is going to be the the album of the year. Yeah. Watch it. You she watch. Said she's reached out to him. She doesn't know if he's going to join. Uh, she's doing Open Arms with Steve Perry. So Leave it to Dolly to get him yeah. back singing that stuff. And she's also mentioned that she's got John Fogarty and Cher on other songs on the album. Okay. So. <laughs> Whoa. And she's, one of the songs she's covering is a Prince song. She hasn't said which one. Okay. <laughs> and Leonard Skinner. <laughs> hey! Man. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Uh, Kenny Loggins is wrapping up uh, his touring life. He said uh, 2023 is going to be his final tour. Okay. In fact, he's even named it This Is It. This Is It. <laughs> okay. He's been thinking about that one for a long time. Yeah, he promises he will do uh, Danger Zone uh, during the tour. He said he's just 75 years old. He said, I've been doing this forever. I want to spend some time with family. Oh, that's sweet. Wow. And yeah. he does have some music attached to some of the biggest movies yeah, ever. Buddy. By Hello. the way, he's going to be, uh, he's doing the uh, Caddyshack song, I'm All Right, uh-huh. uh, for an ultra commercial for the Super Bowl. So Excellent. be prepared for, okay. that, for that Tickets on sale, by the way, to, uh, on Friday for that. And uh, coming up uh, January 26th, the Metal Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Guess who's getting back together for the first time in almost a decade to perform and be inducted? I don't know who. Twisted Sister! Yay! Woo! 
probably need the makeup now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say thanks to Vicky for calling the other day and suggesting that I listen to the Harry Potter books mm. on audiobook since I had talked about, you know, sharing that big moment with Phoebe now that she knows the secrets finally of Harry Potter. Yeah. And we had that moment together and I'd waited for years for that. And I just thought, oh, man, I, I, I want to go back and read that series one day. But, you know, it's sitting and reading that that takes so much time. And she's like, audiobooks. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely all about the narrator, though. Yes. Especially when it comes to fiction, because this has to be somebody, it would be like somebody telling you the story if you're going to write. It's a performance, for sure. So I don't want to subscribe to anything else, because I subscribe to so much stuff. So I started looking around, We and, and Murphy and I found uh, you know an app for me to buy a, one book without subscribing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But the Harry Potters were not on this particular app. So it's like, okay, but I have my heart set on walking the dog and listening to a book, you know, because I've listened to podcasts plenty and I listen to music mostly, but I wanted something different. But they did have, from George R.R. R. Martin, Fire and Blood. Aegon had two true-born siblings, an elder sister, Visenya, and a younger sister, Rhaenys. It had long been the custom amongst the dragon lords of Valyria to wed brother to sister to keep the bloodlines pure but Aegon took both his sisters to bride so whoa so wow do you like the way this guy reads yes here's the point of the story number one this is a book I had ta- thought about reading but I just never and it's very complex even though I watched the show House of the Dragon mm-hmm. this is the whole book like I'm gonna once I'm finished with listening to this I'm gonna know the secrets that are coming the point being because that Aegon that they're talking about is years before the Aegon that you and I know, Sam. Anyhow, mm. I believe so. It's hard to keep up with all the Aegons. Yeah, but no here's kidding. what happened to me. I was listening to it, and you get so engrossed in it. And my mind is so visual. I'm picturing all of this in yeah. Westeros, and I'm picturing the Starks at Winterfell, and they're explaining who's in power in Dorne and all this stuff. And I, I was walking Champ, who's our old 10-year-old dog, and he doesn't go as far as he used to. I ended up so far away, and I felt so bad for him. Really? I was in Westeros in my brain, wow. and poor Champ was looking at me like, Mama, I'm tired. So I had to stop and take a break and give him some love and then get home. It's good. Listening yeah. to books is good. Good. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider at 720. Coming up next, we're going to teach you how to make air fryer shrimp. Murphy, when I got that really big air fryer that looks like a big red, I don't know what you call it. It looks like a big red air fryer, yeah. It, you got a screaming deal on that because it was in an estate sale, you know? and It's not just a deal, Jody. <laughs> it's a screaming deal. How many things can These you get? These babies are moving. For 10 bucks. 15. Okay. Ah! <laughs> All right, so it was a deal. No wonder he thought it was a screaming deal. My friend let me into her family's estate sale before it went public. Uh-huh. And I got a big mirror that leans against the wall. What do you call that? Wall mirror, whatever. Yeah. And I got a, an air fryer. And it had only been used like once. It was the so The mirror or the cool. air fryer? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I have this big, new, gorgeous red air fryer. The first thing I ever tried in it, I went simple and we did uh, french fries. Yeah. And man, they were... Straight from the freezer into fantabulous. the Fantabulous. Right? Yeah. But the next thing I made and have played with, I've made it a few times since... Fried shrimp in the air fryer. Are you using frozen shrimp or are you using the real and you peel them and all that? <laughs> I use the real shrimp. They yeah. they used to swim in the ocean, okay? They're real. 
They're not fake shrimp. But they are frozen. They're Part of this frozen. is supposed to be fast, right? They're frozen, and, and then I defrost them all day. Uh-huh. Okay, I, so they're they're cold and wet and yeah, dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Amanda asked us on our Facebook page how to make them. What's that recipe for the cold, wet, dead shrimp? (laughs) Please let me say. So you just do a pound of shrimp. You coat it in flour, and I like them with the tails on to fry them. Just, I, but whatever. You do don't it the eat way the you, tails, do you? No. You know, anyway, there are people that do eat the tails. I know. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, you coat them in flour, then you drop them in some egg wash, mm-hmm. okay? And then you have ready a mixture. It's like a cup of plain breadcrumbs and a cup of panko breadcrumbs, and you season all of that. Yeah. And I, w- I use like Cajun seasoning. You can do it. You can do Italian seasoning if you want. Whatever. Make sure you season it up though. You put all the wet shrimp in that dry mixture and you shake them up, and you put them in the air fryer at 380 for like seven to eight minutes, depending on the size of your shrimp. Do you do a shake halfway through? Halfway through, you take it out, look at it, and shake it up. You okay. can even put some cooking spray in the basket to give it a more fried sort of yeah. feel. That's how I make them. Um, we've posted it also in our Back in the Groove food. Thank you for asking, Amanda. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm guessing we knew that sooner or later this would happen. A real legit Michael Jackson biopic is coming to the big screen. Okay. Oh, we got the Broadway musical coming this year, too. Yes, but a real legit biopic, meaning um, the estate is involved, which means... They'll actually get to use Michael's music. That's important, too. Um, Say, don't expect too much dirt. Expect a life story, though. Yeah. And all aspects of his life will be covered. Who says that? Um, Antoine Fuqua, who produced Will Smith's Emancipation, who gave the world training day. This man can make a film. Big time. And Graham King, the man responsible for... The Freddie Mercury, Mercury biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. So people who know what they're doing are putting this one together. So all aspects of his life. You Still know, don't know who's going to be Michael, though. I mean, no, they're only t- beginning like principal photography this year, yeah. but maybe there'll be more than one Michael. I don't know. Oh, well, different ages. Different yeah. ages. If you're going to show, yeah, there's going to have life, to be a Jackson Five and a Michael. Michael. Yeah. And there are other ver- there are different versions of Michael too. Yeah. So we shall see. We'll keep you up to date as it progresses. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You gotta check your email on the way. Mary's got a story. Um, lifelong friends mm-hmm. and how to reconnect with them. We'd love to hear from you, so join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This email coming into our uh, website, that's what it's called, a website, uh, from Mary. I was listening to your show when you were talking about lifelong friends. We touched on this recently because I spent some time with Melanie, a lifelong friend. Right. Um, I actually met her when I was in second grade, and she was in third I have a group of friends that by our senior year in high school consisted of 12 of us. Mm, Some of us had been friends from grade school. Others joined throughout the years. And our senior year included my foreign exchange sister from Italy, Luisa. One of our husbands dubbed us the DDs, the Dirty Dirty Dozen. (laughs) We still try to get together as often as we can, even though some of us live in different parts of the country. 
We share each other's joys and and sorrows over the years. Um, and we're always there for each other. There are only 11 of us now. One passed away too soon. Mm. It is truly a blessing to have lifelong friends such as these. That's unusual to have a group of friends that, big. that tight, that large, yeah. right? I know. That's, yeah, that's cool. That's why it's remarkable. Did I ever tell you about my mom and the girls? I think you did, but tell me again. My mom, when she worked at the phone company, <laughs> back when it was Bell South. Yes. Uh she started back in, it was like the early 60s, might have been 1960, with a you know, wow. bunch of folks. And the girls all in that office all became lifelong friends. Now, it wasn't it. since they were in second grade, but it was 1960, and they just went to dinner again uh, for Christmas. They go to dinner. The girls go to dinner like every month, every month and a half. How many the are next, there? Oh, wait, since 1960? Yeah. They've been getting That's together? Yeah. And remarkable. Somebody, you know, one person in the group, the next person gets to pick the restaurant. So okay. they're always trying different stuff. That's and smart. then they all agree on a restaurant for Christmas. And then they exchange gifts. I don't know. I, I know there's a few of them that are still left. They've added a few over time. Yeah. But there's like three or four of them that were the core group I know that are still left because she tells me about them every now and then. I love That's it. 62 years. I yeah. love it. Man. I will uh-huh. tell you something about women and friendships that I've heard or read and I thought it was beautiful and, and possibly true. You know, your spouse might be your best friend. Hopefully they are. But your female friends are your support system, mm-hmm. and women need them. Thank you for this, Mary. Uh, we love hearing from you anytime on Facebook and Instagram. Up next, Jody's three things to know today. Three things you need to know today. Number one, it was one week ago today that Lisa Marie Presley died. And so today, uh, it's still officially unknown what her cause of death was. Hmm. Uh, the L.A. coroner, has def- he says he's deferred her cause of death because he needs more information before ruling. It's an important job. Yeah. And um, so more tests and studies are going to come back. We know that she collapsed at her home yeah. um, from cardiac arrest. And then I think the, I know the 911 call has been released of her housekeeper trying to get first responders to come here. Even though it was a couple days earlier, she didn't look too well on the red carpet either. No, she didn't. At the Golden Globes. Once he has all the information, they'll release that information. Number two, Apple is unveiling a, it's HomePod device. Uh Uh-oh. It's kind of like the Uh, Echo or the Google Nest stuff. They had already released a mini one, but this is the bigger one. They can do all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. You know, regulate your temperature and... And even humidity in the house. So mm-hmm. it triggers all your smart home stuff. So if you're an Apple person and you want everything to be in sync, you can. So now instead of choosing one or the other, you got three to choose from. You got Siri yeah. involved. Um, it's the home pod. Yeah. It can be ordered now and will start shipping in early February. And number three, an update on Damar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills safety who had also suffered a heart attack yeah. on the field. Um, he has been showing up almost daily to this team's facility. Yeah. He's not been participating in meetings or anything like that. But just but like baby steps because he just wants to be a part hey, of it all. That's going to help. That support. I know. Playoffs. And they're in the playoffs this weekend. Three things for you to know today. Science tells us that being angry. <laughs> and I. Sorry, Sam, but I thought of you when I when I read yeah, that. I don't know why. You know, you're not an angry person, but when you do get angry, it's pretty pronounced. Okay, so being angry um, activates your detail-oriented side. What do you okay. say to that? Does yeah. it? I think I thought it would be the reverse. Yeah, my detail-oriented side. 
No, apparently. Instigated the anger. Yeah, because the anger is typically an emotional reaction, which is right brain, which is not particularly detail-oriented. When people are And I think Jody might be bringing this up because I got mad at the copy machine out there today. Oh, no, it's not not specific. But it did not enhance my detail orientation. I was going to ask you, did it make you any smarter trying to fix (laughs) it? No, it just made me mad. I didn't say smarter. It's about being detail-oriented. Okay, so research says being angry, it, it, it... if you, when you're in a bad mood, you're able, they've tested people, you're able to find inconsistencies faster. Isn't that crazy? Now, the, you know, let me tell you what jumps well, that, to mind. No, that makes sense yes, because it does. usually it's an inconsistency that started it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes you angry. Yeah. I know. Um, what jumped to my mind when I read this is Sam because he is very much about things being you know right and consistent and he's a good like if i ever have anything that i need edited sam's the one it doesn't matter if i've read it three times it's like read this for me and he will find something yeah, yeah. and that's a gift it's wonderful yeah um some say it's a curse i also <laughs> it would make you a difficult professor wouldn't it oh god yes. i also thought of i don't know if this is along the same lines i feel like it might be and i don't know if you guys have ever done this but I know. I feel like women do it. I don't know why. Sometimes when we start cleaning, we get angry. <laughs> it's like I am cleaning this house, and it is. Look at this floor. I can't believe. And you just get mad, and you're better. You clean it better. Yeah. I, when I start, if I start with a, a purpose of I'm just mopping this floor. Right. Oh, look at the baseboards. Got to do those too. Oh, and then I discover this. Oh. But it enhances your cleaning. It performance. does because then I attack it all. I know. Most uh, Murphy's not Murphy gets happy when he cleans. So of course you're the you're the odd <laughs> to me, fall out. It's productive. Look when, at the end, when you've got it done. It's like oh, it yeah. does feel good when you've got it done. But most <laughs> women who are running a home and kids and all that do do know what angry cleaning is. Okay, you, it happens and you don't even realize that you've done it. But just so you know, when you are in a bad mood or an angry state, your mind finds inconsistencies better. So maybe hmm. use it to your advantage at work. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your next Hollywood Outsider at 820. Coming up next, though, uh, Margaret wants to talk to you, Sam. Something oh. personal. Okay. 877-310-4MSJ to join us anytime. And for you, Sam, yeah. Margaret wants to touch on that health scare that your mom had oh, yeah. recently. What's that, Margaret? So I was listening to the story about your mom uh, having pneumonia. Yeah. And my grand, my grandmother was super stubborn like that, <laughs> and she ended up getting double pneumonia and got put in the hospital. Yeah. Well, nothing was helping her, so her doctor, who actually delivered my mom and me, mm. <laughs> went in and brought her whiskey, lemon, and honey. <laughs> yes, yes. And had her drinking that, and I guess it just knocked her out, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> and it made her better. Yeah. But then hearing Jody talk about the Vicks rub on the chest, <laughs> from that point on, if we got sick, my grandma rubbed Vicks on our chest, gave us whiskey, lemon, and honey, and mm-hmm. put us to bed. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey, lemon, and honey. So, See, I was given whiskey, lemon, and honey once. Me too. Um, as, not, as a child. Me too. Yeah, Once. I don't remember whether right. it made me sick or it cured me. <laughs> it knocked you out. That's why you don't remember. No. It does. It knocks you out and you're just like, whoa. Yeah, you think yeah. it makes you but better. I just thought about that right. story. <laughs> you think it makes you better, but it just masks everything <laughs> in a whiskey haze. True. Yeah. yeah. It does. Country songs. But I'm glad, I'm glad your mom's okay. Yes, me too. I am too. I'm glad. You I know, know, that's I a know funny that thing. She was the stubborn one that had to listen to her kids to go to the doctor. 
Yes, and so it goes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret, for the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know any medical professional that's ever recommended whiskey <laughs> officially as a medical treatment for anything. Were you ever given that that concoction you, in your house? No, I was given no. it once. No, they spread Vicks vapor rub all over me, but never. <laughs> I never had the. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Vicks would knock me out. Meaning, I would just sniff it and fall over. Yeah. I think oh. that stuff is so strong, and I was yeah. glad that it was never rubbed on me but well like i told you we had it rubbed on us and yes sam on the fingertips down the throat that's not it's not supposed to well be i know i've way. read that on the label don't yeah. do that anyway you know maybe my dad just wasn't going to waste good alcohol to the kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's where my buddy is all right thank you margaret we love hearing from you 877-310-4msj coming up next jody's hollywood outsider Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Liberty Mutual Insurance. The surprise horror hit movie from this past year in theaters, Megan, you know, with the creepy, creepy doll. Yeah. Getting a sequel. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. Here's what we know. Um, it's going to be called Megan 2.0. <laughs> set for release in January 2025. So it takes some time. Oh, the really? stars are set to return as the aunt and niece duo. Um, the writer of the first script and movie will write the second one. It already grossed like $91 million worldwide. I didn't see it. Is Megan coming back? 2.0. <laughs> That's all I know. 2.0. That's some creepiness, oh, though. Goodness. There's something about a doll. Yeah. I mean, it makes Chucky look like something you want to cuddle with. Especially her, because she's bigger than just a little baby mm-hmm. doll. I got Ted Lasso news. Season three is coming. Oh, hallelujah. It'll be released in the spring of this year, so that's not too oh. far away. No date has been given. That doesn't matter, as long as I it's know. this year in the spring. Apple TV Plus put out this picture of Ted and Nathan. Oh, um, Nathan. And, and the word is, though, the third season, according to the showrunners, yeah. will be the last. No four. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Brought to you by Lowe's. Well, just in time for the playoffs, Taco Bell bringing back crispy chicken wings. Uh, okay. What does that have to do with? The playoffs is because they've also put these in something called the Game Day Wings Box. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Eight crispy chicken wings, four crunchy tacos, one Mexican pizza, and two bottles of spicy ranch dip. (laughs) Wow. That's a party pack, huh? That's right. And that's just for one person. No, (laughs) But they did bring back crispy chicken wings. They had those like a couple years ago. I didn't know that. Me either. I missed that completely, but I'm all for uh, playoff food. Yeah. Because I don't want to be in the kitchen. Like, I'd make a board before, maybe. It seems to me like those kind of get-togethers are the excuse, just like when you go to the stadium mm-hmm. have to a big eat hot that dog. kind of food. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 You know, anything fancy that needs yeah. knives and forks. It shouldn't be. Uh, Duncan Hines, you know, they got the partnership with Dolly Parton. Yes. They, they had the coconut cake and the banana cake. Well, they've added to it now. Uh, Dolly's favorite family recipes, you can get buttermilk biscuit mix, cornbread mix, fabulous fudgy brownies, and caramel turtle brownies. Right. I saw her uh, do a reel on it. She's so cute promoting that. She's actually got recipes on the boxes, too, because, like, you can take the biscuit mix and make her cheddar chive biscuits. Right. Mm, Dolly. In the ice cream section right now, M&M Mars is kicking it up. Uh, Let's see. We got Twix cookie dough ice cream. It's new. Well, Let's keep that away. M and M's cookies me. and cream ice cream cookie sandwiches. Mm. Ooh, and I know. Uh, Dove mini sticks. I guess they mean little mini ones. Yeah. Uh, vanilla ice cream with dark chocolate and almonds. Oh. Just in time for dieting. All right. Here's a little pet peeve. 
when I and tell you about do? foods, food things, I usually avoid these, like the burger places and some of the chips and that. That oh, they debuted this in United Kingdom. Well, it's like why can't we get it here? Okay, because they're debuting debuting this over in the United Kingdom. It's a new Doritos flavor. Okay, okay. it's Doritos combined with Burger King and it's flame gr- flame grilled Whopper Doritos. That's strange. Doesn't that sound good, though? No, I don't know. And why would the British like Whopper Doritos more than we would? Well, you, gotta, you have to test it somewhere, you know? Right. I mean, we get a lot of tested stuff. We get a lot here. I tell fact, you what, Mort, the, send this one overseas. Yeah. This is the land of plenty. It's if okay. the Brits like it, then we'll bring it back over here. <laughs> We've got some Corvette news. Okay. What kind of Corvette news? This is not the Corvette that Murphy has sitting in our garage. Well, that that's actually, it's dad. my dad and my family's, yeah, exactly, and it's not running right now and hasn't been for 40 years <laughs> <laughs> since true. Prince released Little Red Corvette. Go ahead. It's true. It's been 70 years since the first Corvette came oh, out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 1953? Something like that. that, that? Means? I, I, I'm reading a report that says it's been 70 years. Check me on it if you want okay. to. Huh. But they've unveiled their first ever hybrid Corvette. It's called the E-Ray. E-Ray Corvette, get it? Electric. Oh, electric Stingray. That's cool. And apparently, for you guys, this is the fastest Corvette ever made. It'll go from zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds. One, That's the two. word. Yeah, like there's a need for that. There's yeah. not a need. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> we um, got to make the next light. It costs 104 grand. Ooh. And then for the convertible, 112 grand. Whoa. 